Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Mom. Hope you're having fun in Scottsdale. Just thought I'd check in for my bunk at camp. Well, technically, I'm in Nurse Blair's office. She has a pretty extensive candy stash. You know I can't resist that. Nom, nom, nom. Anyway, uh, it's only been a few weeks, but this one camper named RJ has been such a pain in my ass. She tried to lure a raccoon into the bunk on the first night. Camp director Susan would not have put up with that, but uh, the new camp director, Gary, I don't know. He's been, like, really busy. Hasn't really talked to us, uh, like, at all. Which could be kind of chill, I guess. Anyway, uh, say hi to the Scots gals and don't get too drunk. This is this is your daughter Casey, by the way. Uh, seriously, don't be a wine mom. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bunk Two Three Seven, a horror movie podcast. Uh, it's the fictional camp uh, where we go and talk about horror movies because we love them. I am one of your hosts, Robin Zlotnick. Hi, I'm the other host, another person on this podcast. My name is Tiet Nguyen, uh, and I'm super, very, hella, there's probably other uh, better words I could put there, but I'm very excited to have uh, our guest today, um, my friend, slash comedian, slash D&D person, slash podcaster, slash that's all of them, Jordan Dahl. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah! Yay. That's me. And th- that there are so many more to yet. Slash, Gemini. slash, slash. <laughs> Reptile enthusiast. <laughs> Guy who had a grilled cheese for breakfast. Is it? Yeah. Uh, you know, I if I, I figure I figure if I just put it on one slice of bread, it's like in some way continental. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cheese did you use? I used, my girlfriend went to the Bristol Farms, which is near oh, us, which is an incredibly overpriced grocery store. And she got a plate of, uh, what was what it called? It was like household favorites. <laughs> or maybe it was everyday Love favorites. That. A sampler? But it, it, yes, exactly. And I, I used the, uh, the Colby Jack from the sampler on a piece of Dave's. Oh, Killer Dave. Uh, Killer Dave. That's the yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The ex-con who got into, you know, cooking bread instead of cooking fools. Wow, that's a great transition to talk about killers, Speaking of killers. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about killers doing good. (laughs) Our movie today. It's really good. Is 2020, 2021's, it got delayed a few times, Mm -hmm. Candyman, uh, directed by Nia DaCosta, produced, co-written by Jordan Peele. It is the highly anticipated Sequel, reboot, combination sequel, reboot sequel. Uh, to the, yeah, to the 1992 uh, classic. We're back in Cabrini Green, uh, mm-hmm. except it's modern day. It's still gentrifying. And mm-hmm. we follow uh, an artist named Anthony, played by the very handsome Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Really handsome. <laughs> I was like, I was, sorry, I was like... like Every man Ooh. in this movie is the most handsome man I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Uh, that's for sure. Um, He's an incredible he, actor, too. He really is. And uh, he plays Anthony, a an artist who's sort of looking for his next big project. Um, 
And unbeknownst to him, he is also the baby from the <laughs> original. The baby. He's the baby from the original Candyman who was kidnapped and uh, cared for lovingly, apparently, by Candyman for about a month uh, when he was very little. <laughs> um, a fact that he learns way too late. He's already sort of uh, very entranced by the story of mm-hmm. Candyman and uh, slowly. F- transforming into uh the candy yeah he's becoming a candy man himself Uh yeah so um uh we discussed this earlier but shane have you kept count of how many times we've said (laughs) oh god (laughs) oh no it's way past (laughs) we have summoned him he is at our dinner table he has the bees are in our mouths we're done we're done What if Sweet Pete is an even worse yeah. one? It's like it's like no, they changed it for the movie. Sweet Pete is the real one. <laughs> Can't someone? Yeah, we him. decided to call uh, Candyman Sweet Pete from here on out because <laughs> you just said it uh, again. We can't. Well, that was the Sweet last. Pete is time. Fun. <laughs> that was the last. Time. Well, well, I mean, it's kind of a Gremlins thing, you know. Like when when are you when are you if you get interrupted, does it continue? Right. How right. Can you say it one backwards. day and then say it the next day? Does, or is there an expiration of, like, you have to say it in succession. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, does, sure. does Sweet Pete only arrive if you're looking in the mirror? Or does it work over right. Zoom? That's the, <laughs> that's the thing that we're currently <laughs> going right. to figure yeah. out. That's one of the many um, fallacies of this particular <laughs> urban legend. <laughs> the I logistics think, of it is how does I, it work? <laughs> I think you got to be like engaged in the ritual. You got to be like, I'm going to go summon Sweet Pete and and do right. it. And I think as long as, you know, you could be interrupted by say, oh, what was the name of the girl who came into the bathroom? To be so shit like, on at first. To, and then- <laughs> to, cry, to cry in the stall. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, we did. It's like Kelsey or something. Yeah. yeah. She, she like interrupted them. I don't know if they'd completed it yet, but then they went back to it and they were still, right. I still think right. mentally at least engaged in the ritual. So they were still, right. you right. know, yeah. going. Uh, that the bathroom scene, mm-hmm. one, I don't know why it was there, but I liked it. It, um, it was from a different movie. <laughs> there were a lot of scenes. <laughs> totally. Let me like, say, I was there were a lot of scenes where I was trying like, to figure why out why is this here? Where does this fit in? Um, mm-hmm. But uh, in that scene, when she is like just like she mm-hmm. like gets in, gets made fun of right away, and then goes mm-hmm. into the bathroom stall just to sit and listen to like mm-hmm. music and like drown out the world and be sad. And I did have like a vision yes. of myself. <laughs> Same. I was <laughs> like. <laughs> School. I was like, damn. Like, eating lunch in the bathroom or just <laughs> running away to the bathroom for 20 minutes. Totally. Like. Fully been there. Um, <laughs> Very I, relatable. I, yeah. I, like, I, I like that scene. The, it, it, it did feel like it was from a completely different movie. Yes. But like, yes. m- meanwhile, in a different movie about Sweet <laughs> yeah. Pete. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But and uh, it also had very, very syrupy blood. I couldn't stop thinking yes. about yes. that like sheet of totally. blood that how, came down. How thick and ketchupy but this blood looks. Exactly. And I kept waiting for it to come back around or in a way where it's like, right. oh, these girls also live in like, did anyone understand that connection aside from them doing the ritual? No. Who were any of those no. teen girls? The the teen girl, you saw the main one in the art gallery earlier. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of the camera kind of followed her. You thought she was gonna be important. Yeah. And then that's the only other time she comes back is when yeah. she decides to do it. The the one thing that I really appreciated about that scene was the transition to that scene is I believe it's Brianna 
saying the line, who would be stupid yes. enough to summon right. yeah. Sweet Pea? And, and then it cuts to a row of white <laughs> girls yeah, yeah, yeah. in a high school That's bathroom. A very great little like. And that was that well, was a good funny. in joke. Well, That's and a great I thought yeah. horror movie fans. I thought because of that, like I thought that this was, and honestly, this kind of uh, connects to my overall feeling about the movie. Was this felt like a tangent? of a different movie it felt like there was like four or five movies 100 competing for Absolutely. brain space yes. yeah and and <laughs> this was one where i thought it was going to be like okay so now these white girls are going to get killed in this bathroom and all of a sudden the nation will become aware of sweet pete mm, and then yeah, we've yeah. got sweet pete popping up in high school bathrooms uh, all across the country and i yeah. and it didn't go that way at all but it, it did planted, not planted no, but it could scene. have Right. It could have. Which it kept but doing it that. It kept being like, what, I about actually, this? what about this? Yes. Yes. I yeah. actually have a badge for this. Yes. Um, <laughs> I right. want to, but I was like, I knew this was going to come my, up. My main problem with this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, I call it, it's the Theses Pieces badge. <laughs> because <laughs> there really are good. too many messages, too, too many, many theses. Yes. Yeah. That Absolutely. are parts yeah. of each other that are that contradict each other. Yeah. Even 100%. I have I have written down. I ha- there were four main strands of this movie <laughs> that I thought like if they picked one, it would have been yeah. so solid and yes. so yeah. good. Yeah. You have really? the the artist that you have an- the character of Anthony who is like sort of called back and 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 you know he's been marked by Candyman mm-hmm. years before he doesn't know why he's called back um, but he ends up and you know taking on this persona of Candyman and you realize that he's been doomed this whole mm-hmm. time uh, to carry on this tradition and it's it could have been like a really solid com- like pessimistic commentary on like you know black men being trapped in cycles of violence violence and institutions or whatever they kind of did that they kind of did not (laughs) yeah the the next one which i thought was like the main thing that they were trying to go for was the idea that Candyman was the whole hive and Mm -hmm. it was you know this it wasn't one person it was all these stories of black men being mistreated by uh white people and 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 is sort of this revenge fantasy against white supremacy and Mm -hmm. white institutions and all that which they like mostly did but then like but then there was like all the little extra things that they were the little extra in, things it was just and, like yeah it was like and yeah. like if the, i think they if the problem with the original movie is that like if that was the case with Candyman, if that was the goal with Candyman, why was he terrorizing mm-hmm. this housing yeah. project? Yes. And they tried to like, they almost did it where they were yeah. like, okay, in this movie, Candyman only terrorizes white people, but he doesn't because yeah. he kills right, yeah. William's sister. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you? It, yeah. yeah. For sure. So close. So then, the, so the third strand that I thought was like also very cool yeah. and interesting, but not just not fleshed out was yeah. the whole Willie oh. William story. And he's this resident of Cabrini Green. Yeah. He's like, you know, yeah. truly <laughs> like affected, uh, by this like generational trauma it yes. keeps coming up he's, yes. he's perpetuating yeah. and it's like so he becomes sort of crazed and get, goes on this like crazy sort of like misguided attempt to like keep this history alive yeah. and like really like kind of reclaim you know, it in this weird yes, misguided totally. yes. way yes, um, by perpetuating yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. could have been so good any, <laughs> yes. any, any one of these could have been incredible exactly. if they just dialed, dialed yes. in on it and then, so the last one, which I think was not my favorite, but was also something that they kind of did, was like the same point of the original movie, which was making Anthony 
sort of this gentrifier mm -hmm. as an artist, sure, as yeah. sort of yes, like a wealthy totally. artist. Yeah. Uh, he sort of mirrored Helen from the original yeah. so much as like sort of this interloper and like person who is not, there was that whole scene with the art critic in this movie. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. she's like, your kind she you says know, is right responsible yeah. Yeah. for this. Art, yeah, like yeah. art as a tool for capitalism. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. And they just tried to do all of these. Tried to these. do it all. It's <laughs> totally. like, it's like one of those, it's like making a soup where you're like, you know what I love is uh, all of these ingredients that are really good by themselves. And so you try to put them in this soup and it just becomes a horrible slop. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh no, I've made it. Oh no, I've made a mess. But here's the deal. I'm eating that slop. I'm eating the slop. <laughs> I'm eating that slop. <laughs> I kept thinking that every time Candyman, like, uh, sorry, Sweet Pete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're going to die. Ooh, every time. But maybe, I don't know who his victims are now. Every <laughs> Every time that that he showed up and started doing the stuff, I was like, "This is incredible!" And it's still so scary, right. and it's yes. still so visceral, yes. and it's totally. he's still such a frightening character. I think but cool it's like gore. Like I think it was a testament movie. to Nia DaCosta's direction that it yeah. was even like it was so nice to look at. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was it like was a, a very looking, well done. Sure. Movie. Yeah, even the the ketchupy syrupy blood yeah. on I'm I'm goofing on had a kind of candy like yes. quality to yeah. it that you're like mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. yeah I like that I like yeah. because I like that it also acknowledged that it's a horror movie that yeah, it's like truly. kind of fun and campy they had a lot of great jokes mm -hmm. as far as sort of visual stuff and things that she was doing in the movie that I really liked I had a badge for that which was the uh it's getting hot in here. Let's get some fan service badge <laughs> for like yeah. all of the very fun. Like I'm a fan of this franchise, you know, yeah. like even though I will admit, I don't think all the movies are that great. <laughs> like, sure. as far, like, but like I'm a fan of the franchise, even mm -hmm. in like top 10 horror movies. I don't know if I'd put any of the Candyman's in, but if it was like top 10 horror movie icons, like I love right. Candyman as an icon. Absolutely. As a yeah. character, as a villain. So like me like watching this reboot sequel like the first time there was a B on screen I was like oh mm -hmm. my god I was mm -hmm. like so excited and then when they reference like I, and I think this is also maybe like Marvel brain but like I love sequels and prequels and expanding yeah. universes mm -hmm. and when they cross reference each other and when they did like the shadow puppets of the mm -hmm. first movie which I think is a brilliant way to do yeah, a flashback without mm -hmm. using the shitty footage from the first movie mm -hmm. I loved that yeah. and so and I liked that they brought back Anne Marie uh Vanessa Williams as mm -hmm. Anne Marie She was so good. Mm -hmm. She was good. Yeah. And like I, I liked that they brought back Tony Todd. Yeah. I thought Tony Todd was going to be more present in it from what I, I heard. I did too. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, me too. Yeah. The other guy who showed up uh, as Sweet Pete in most of the uh, kind of, uh, you know, the horrifying flashbacks was yeah. also very scary. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I was like, okay, this guy's creepy. He's, get, yes, he's he got good. it. He's got whatever yeah, his it name is. is. Hargrove. Totally. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I did expect, I was like, Stony Todd. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing that, that I didn't quite fall for mm. or the pieces of candy dropped yeah. on the scene that was yeah. one of the extra like mm -hmm. what is okay was like, like what is this never paid like, especially because sherman field the guy mm -hmm. who you know donned the hook and was sure. beaten yeah wasn't actually the one handing out the candy with the razor blades so right and that was that was part <laughs> of the story was that like 
he he was beaten to death by the police because the because the police yeah. thought that he was the right. guy handing out the candy, and they find out later it wasn't him. And I think like that's like you know what you're saying, Robin, where it's like this is like one of the these these side that like yeah. <laughs> that like you know that urban legends are like like the the black boogeyman is what mm-hmm. the crux of the movie yeah. in a sense, right? The face Until of they true sort of fear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's just like, but it's because stories that people yeah. are telling each other. That's almost like a fifth thesis. There is the, <laughs> yeah. there is like this, <laughs> yeah. this whole yeah. through line of like the perpetuation of myth and like do how we believe yeah. in them and how we kind of how we you know yeah. practice them. Because you hear people in the movie retell the story of candy person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice, <cat. laughs> nice save. <laughs> um, Well, hello there, everybody. It's me, Sweet Bee. If you're enjoying this wonderful conversation about me, why don't you head on over to Bunk237 on Apple Podcasts and leave them a sweet treat. That's right, five stars, baby. Now let's get back to the show. I hate to connect it. This this movie, I think, had a lot of the same problems that Us did, which was kind of yes. just try, mm-hmm. trying to trying to get in front of questions that that weren't being asked and trying to mm-hmm. trying to be like three or four movies at once. But I still did at the end of the day. I liked it and I would watch it again. If it, came, if it came you on did. TV, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we got to watch this for at least five minutes. The, the <laughs> Like the, just the way it was shot. <laughs> At least five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was similar for, which was similar for us. Like it was like, it was yeah. a beautiful movie, but. Yes. It, yeah. But I will say I liked this movie definitely more than us. Yeah. I, and I really wanted to like us, mm-hmm. but it, and us similarly, like you're saying, beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Like what a good looking movie. And good um, performances. Good yeah. performances. Yeah. But that, I had a lot of issues with that storyline. Um, yeah. Whereas in this one, even though there was like a lot of tangents, I didn't think it was like, what the fuck's going on? What just happened? But how many, I also How many sweet beats are there now? Yeah, but I also kind of <laughs> found that not, I don't know if charming is the word, but I also, mm-hmm. I think I, I think I understood Nia Dacosta's vision a bit more mm. that she was trying to create all these different layers of story as a reflection of the Candyman myth itself, you know? Yeah. I did have like because I think in the last ten minutes of the movie, like the last, the final scene of the mm-hmm. movie, I think that was her like big statement of what the mm-hmm. movie was about, sure. which I wanted to get. I have a badge for that to our main character. Uh, well, our main main character, I wanted to give him the Great Resignation badge uh, <laughs> for I think finding his purpose as a villain in twenty twenty one. He you know? is. As an actor, yeah. like he is the perfect choice to yeah. take up the mantle yes. from yeah. Tony Todd. Yeah. The voice, the yeah. presence. Yeah. Totally. Like, right. I think he really nails it. Yeah. I, agree. I think that he was underutilized throughout the movie. Like his character, 
was so confusing to me. Yeah. Because he was just kind of an asshole from the beginning. <laughs> sure. Totally. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it could have been one of those like horror movie things yeah. where like he's slowly going crazy and, yeah. you know, he yeah, yeah. starts out super sweet sure. and amazing. Yeah, yeah. But he had maybe like a line where he seemed nice. Yeah. And then the rest of the time he was yeah. like kind of totally. a. Yeah, yeah. Like a drunk asshole. Yeah. And I was like, what? like bit of a d-bag out of the gate and i think they were maybe like setting up like you like you you don't want to feel too bad for this guy when it it happens right but even that transformation was kind of you know it was muddled he got stung by a bee but he's also the baby and he's also kind of like the the spider-man origin story of getting stung by a bee (laughs) yeah yeah but but it is you know it it's so it's so funny because like the can you you were talking about the Candyman kind of just character to yet mm-hmm. like I will keep coming back because it is such a scary uh, yeah kind of I mean we're even doing it now we're perpetuating the story <laughs> by calling him Sweet Pete you know like, <laughs> we're like I can't say it it's such a scary idea of this yeah. me- like this mimetic virus that like now yeah. like now you know about it and yes. you, you can't not know right. about it right. so yeah. you're part right. of it and like whether you want to believe it or not it's happening. And- you and, have the power to summon it. I think yeah. that's cool. Like you, yeah. like you, like we know the secret. <laughs> like we know, like we know the moves to so do I'll, to have them come. I'll keep coming. Um, I'll keep coming but back. But it's also like you're not safe. Even yeah. If you yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And now, yeah, and now yeah. there's this new Candyman. Is the world ready for a hot Candyman? I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Tony Todd, striking features. I mean, yeah. Striking but, features. Very tall. But um, is the world ready for a fully hot Candyman? I don't know. I think the answer is yes. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. At sorry. least for me personally. <laughs> Two out of three here right now. Yes. That's a majority, Jordan. Listen, uh, I'll say it six times, <laughs> sweet Pete. <laughs> but One like, for each of his abs. Yeah. In that last turn of the movie, when they when it turns into this like little cop story, which mm-hmm. which cops and white supremacy versus these black communities yeah. is a big part of this story. Sure. So at the very end in that scene when it's like oh cops are bad uh mm-hmm. which i'm i'm fine with that in a movie uh, <laughs> like, uh and then he like and then the the corrupt cops and they're trying to talk the girlfriend into that like, was honestly the right. like the scariest was scene of the movie yeah. Yeah. to me totally but then was she turns cop? it on them yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she mm-hmm. turns it on them by like using the the legend to her right. advantage i think in this movie they take the the urban legend of like the black boogeyman and turn him into an urban legend of like black vengeance yes and like a black anti-hero yeah kind of, like vigilante mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. how they end the movie which i think is such a cool way to open this character up mm-hmm. to other storylines i want a candy man series <laughs> because because you know <laughs> is <laughs> we're in one <laughs> oh, God. Uh, at the end of the day, while I did like it and they would like thought it was a fun watch, I don't yeah. I don't think it was the 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 entry that the the franchise required. I don't think it yeah. was the sequel I was looking for or hoping for. What would have been the ideal direction for you for this movie? I don't know if it would be an ideal if I can pick a specific direction, but just one that is more focused on on any one of those things that you were that you're talking about, mm-hmm. because the horror is going to build itself uh, like, you know, they, they it's such an iconic, scary figure that it's like you can you can cook up a thousand fucking American horror story scenarios for the Candyman <laughs> to murder people and build totally. build a movie around it. Right, but if they right. just if they had, if it had had a little bit more focus, 
on I guess I wanted to know more about about him like I think mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. him as kind of the driving force of it and his transformation and kind of descent into you know into becoming the thing that he that he was you know so afraid of in the beginning or at least fascinated by this this yeah. this actual yeah. this icon of fear and at the end you're right it is very scary to see him show up as like like he's he seems kind of out of it but like 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 reticent like he's accepting it and he's like all beehived yes. up and shit it's, totally yeah it's frightening but yeah it was really scary to me in that moment when like you think he's totally out of it and then he says brianna's yeah. name and he and you're like oh he like knows what's happening <laughs> he's here yeah. for it yeah. yeah 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 a question for everyone mm-hmm. you are the editor of this film what is one scene that you're taking out you get one you get one scene that like Nia DaCosta is like, okay, listen, we got to keep it this long so like we can take out one thing. I am taking out the flashback with William and his sister in the bathroom where he's trying oh, to yeah. get her to play with him and then <laughs> yeah. she gets killed by Candyman. I legitimately don't know why that was in there. Yeah. Except to add to his trauma, which you already know is a thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's not a character we care about or even <laughs> see her face. Right. Um, yeah. Right. It, it complicated the whole like, Candyman character. Uh, yeah. The scene that I would like to take out is also one of the flashback scenes mm. where it's the the girlfriend, the 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 gallerist who has the flashback yes. to her father, who was also an artist who killed himself. Yeah. Crazy. Like, that felt like it could have been such a good backstory. Totally. Yeah. I I you know we already talked about it, but the the bathroom scene while it's while it's neat and it's like somebody like clearly imagined that and it is a frightening scenario to be you know yeah. in the stall and to hear that mm-hmm. all happening and and open the door it just felt a little too precious it was like this like this is great and yeah. it informs in no way the story one of the stories that <laughs> right, is being right. that is being told and i feel like that could have just been you know some kind of short film <laughs> outside <Yeah>. of outside <laughs> totally. of the movie it has its whole yeah. art it's got its yeah. heroes it's got its villains um and it just it just kind of threw me in a weird direction there were yeah there were so many details that were like very silly mm-hmm. and kind of fun but i was also like why are these in here yeah. like the like the gallery assistant who like was obsessed <gasps> with joy division oh, <laughs> i'm like yes. only spoke in joy division clothes totally and joy I, division had, I, I love that okay i had Small small badge for her, which was the R.I.P. Ian Curtis badge, because I love, 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 love whenever Joy Division is referenced in any pop culture, because sure. it's become sort of like a movie cliche way of calling out that a character is sad, yeah. weird, uh-huh. art goth, you know, yeah. when the uh-huh. gallery owner <laughs> makes that joke and he goes, we get it, Jerrica, you like Joy Division. <laughs> <laughs> That that scene was really cool. The way they got killed too, I really liked. I was I like, too. I was like, oh, yeah. he's in the he's in the mirrors. He's in the mirrors. Yeah. He can't escape I, reflections. Yes. For me, this movie, like I thought, some of the kills were really fun. Mm-hmm. I think my mm-hmm. favorite was the art critic mm-hmm. who gets pushed up against the window as they're zooming out, and you just oh, see the, her that's against a, the. That was a good scene. And that it was, was subtle, good. and that was good. But I think for me. All of the kills were too subtle. Like, yeah. Oh, really? 
did you it, want like a bigger so many they did of a lot happened of through mirrors and yeah. through mm-hmm. and then and then you know he was invisible and i just it just didn't scare me there was very little <laughs> consistency to the way that uh to Candyman's pa- sorry sweet pete's powers right but there is there is something about not being able to like being in the room with someone that you can't see really, that you can't really see freaks is, me yes. out is yeah yeah totally terrifying mm-hmm. but it was like not I don't know if it was just not heightened sure. in a way that worked for yeah, me or like not utilized or maybe it was even like the sound direction, like the sound mm-hmm. yeah. wasn't good enough to like make up for not yeah. seeing stuff. But yeah. I just thought that's one thing that the original has on this one for me personally is mm-hmm. like the, the it's so much there's jump scares. It's, yeah, it's like you see scary. You see Candyman slice people like you see the like, I don't know. It 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 does. Yeah, it does seem scarier for me. In the first one, it seems much more uh, chilling and kind of stark when you see the murders. You're like, oh, no, right in front of everyone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whereas in this one, and I think it's maybe kind of a symptom of just, you know, modern horror direction. It just kind of felt like. Like bing bang pow murder and his yeah. throat explodes and blood splatter right. as you've come to expect. I want more violence. <laughs> I wonder like if the point of not seeing the literal kills, but just like this was part of the way to show that like that we don't know who this totally is. that we he's don't, not the one he's person. not a he's literal not, not a daniel you know, robot yeah it was yeah, their yeah. own actions that it, caused he's the this, whole huh? right Reflex, <laughs> huh? it was all suicides right because of reflection <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 the biggest creep factor was when anthony was like sitting in that fugue state and yeah. then oh, when, yes when yeah. william burke cuts his hand off the, yeah like, the cutting of the arm was pretty great yeah was i think it's like gnarly. a ligament thing yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, there's definitely ligaments in your arm. <laughs> As I understand it. You know, and then in the original film, I do think the hook hand, and now it's like, now it's canon, so he just always has to have a hook hand, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's a little uh, little extra for me that it was like, he has a hook hand and he has bees. Even when they were telling the story, it, yeah. was, like, it was like, it was like, and they killed him and they covered him. In honey, so the bees would sting him. And then they jammed a hook into his stump, and they kind of just go past it. And you're like, what? what? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. And then they lit him on fire. As a vengeful and then they spirit? Him on fire. Yeah. And, he, and then, like, in case he yeah. needs a hook later to kill us all, we'll <laughs> yeah. jam this in here. <laughs> right, right. I, th- I think, honestly, this is more on the, <laughs> this is more on the shoulders of the racist murder mob when they killed him. It was like, some <laughs> yeah. one of them should have been like, is the hook... <laughs> do we need it listen yeah i can't help that but seems... feel like this is a plot point yeah. <laughs> look maybe they didn't want that hook anymore they... Maybe they, just... <laughs> they were like we can't just throw it away at the hook. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. something in the recounting of it he's like they jammed a hook in the stump to worsen his agony and it's like mm. A very specific <laughs> way to worsen agony that could yeah. result in your imminent hooking. Maybe, maybe totally, they yeah. thought. Maybe they thought in the mm-hmm. off chance that he survives, mm-hmm. he's gonna have a hard time with that hook hand later, yeah. trying to wipe and yeah. eat and do other everyday activities. Yeah, truly, truly. Or they were, or, or like initially they were like, he hates hooks. Yeah. Uh, do you, oh, so you hate. Hooks? <laughs> 
Wait, are you sure you heard that? I, th- I think yeah. <laughs> I think you. I think you were misheard. I think he said he hated that one book that somebody loved. <laughs> He's a really studious villain, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Classic, classic sweet beat is what that is. (laughs) This is maybe uh, we should vote on whether or not Anthony should get this badge. This is like a this is a classic one that I think a lot of uh, a lot of people get is the bad boyfriend badge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But here's is he though? Does he like is he a bad boyfriend or did he just get possessed by a demon? Like which Well, here's the thing. Which is it? Was <laughs> he, is he Unless he's possessed by the demon from the beginning of the movie. <laughs> which <laughs> he's a bad boyfriend. He sort of was though because he was the he, baby. He was the baby. It was yeah, always right. there. Right. He's been cursed since he was a baby, a baby. Which but Yeah, which also, I also think is like, a thin weird line, but that's fine. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, too, is Brianna is very successful, has this nice-ass mm-hmm. apartment. Mm-hmm. Right, and then her brother she makes that like, joke <laughs> about mm-hmm. how she pays for everything yes. or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, he's a, you know, he's an artist, which, like, cool, mm-hmm. you know, cool, good for you. <laughs> but, like, Robin. you know, some artists need day jobs, too. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> <Robin>. true. <laughs> I like that. Too <laughs> help contribute to his life with his partner sure to his life raising uh vengeance ghouls out of mirrors <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um <laughs> I, I i want to say yes my instinct that he's a bad boy my instinct says yes is like you know he does that he doesn't pulls that stunt at the art opening where he gets drunk and starts yeah. yelling at people what are you doing you boob uh but see that's like the but that's like that's the He's already at that point in his growing obsession. Yeah, it's already. You're right. It's it's hard though because we don't see we don't see much of him before that. Yeah, that's true. We don't see enough of him before that. I think the one thing that for me saves him from earning this badge is that he tries to tell her. He tries to tell his girlfriend. He's like, at a certain point, look, I'm seeing Sweet Pete. He's coming for me. I don't know what to do. And she right. says, what? I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's that was the one thing where I was like, the whole time I was like, just tell her, at least tell her. You've got to have yeah. someone. And he does it. And I was like, thank you. And, that, and then it was yeah. like, oh, no, she hates him. <laughs> I did when she, dis- the disbeliever, I was just like, oh, she's going to die. You can't. The second... You say you don't believe someone in a horror movie? Oof. You're dead. You're right. dead. Wait, here's an author 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 record question that mm-hmm. I forgot. Does she <laughs> does he ever tell her that he's the baby? No. No. No, I don't right? think so. Mm-mm. Which cuz that would explain a lot. That would explain <laughs> a lot to her. <laughs> yeah. Uh at that point, I don't know if we're back on the record now, but at the <laughs> Yeah, we can be back on the record. At the point, okay, at the point when he uh discovers that he is the baby mm-hmm. at that point like he's gone he's already he's moved. gone like, yeah because like, they've already i think it kind of broken up he's kind of right like no i don't know if they break up necessarily but they definitely have that separation because they get into that big fight yes and then she, she, she comes over with, with her, her brother. brother yeah to yeah. Uh, yeah. to move their stuff out and it's a kind of yeah. funny scene where he's like i am here 
with my yeah. sister. We are picking <laughs> up her things. Yeah. Yes. And he has one of my favorite lines in the movie when mm-hmm. he's like, because he's being a good brother. He's mm-hmm. being like a good brother. And he's just like, fuck that guy. Dump that ass. Mm-hmm. And yet he says, ain't no dick good enough to offset a demonology hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I wrote that down so fast. <laughs> I I wasn't uh, I wasn't enti- entirely charmed out of the gate by the the brother's performance, but he had a couple of heater like couple of heaters. Absolutely, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. But I was like, yes, yeah. I, yeah, very good. Yeah, that's real. That good. <laughs> yeah, that was, and I was like, cool. Which I also was like, that could have been a theme of the movie. Like it could have right? just right? been like they right. could have just focused on this relationship. Goodness gracious, you know, right? Like, do you stay? Like, do you stay with this? man like do you support him do you believe him but i mean you know what i mean that's like and there's that level of like the the tortured artist and is it sure. is this just his art is this just totally. descent into like artistic madness? Boy. like that would have been interesting too could you imagine totally. if, yeah, yeah. if the if the lead was shifted to her and and mm-hmm. it was about discovering that her boyfriend who maybe isn't a bad guy but is kind of acting like a bad boyfriend is the yeah. baby of Cabrini Green and <laughs> yeah. oh no, this new art project that he's into is actually some sort of rising entity trying oh, to yeah. recontrol yeah, yeah. his his mind. Um, yeah, there's a lot of directions that it could have gone in. And, <laughs> and it would have been so them. interesting too if he was like his star was on the rise and then her star was on the rise because she was like, you know, curating his shows that were right. like oh, we shouldn't write this. <laughs> Look, there's another sequel. I'm telling you. The other project that I 100% want to see is a sitcom of the month with the baby and Candyman. I want yes, to see Candyman yeah, and the baby. Because that. And that, their adventures together. He took really good care of that baby somehow he while doing? he was like, off killing. He's having to like learn, like learn how to change diapers. Yeah. But yeah. also he's sort of this like physical, non-physical entity. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has to keep the but bees also, away yeah. from the baby. The yeah, baby the bees. Yeah, totally. the bees. Where is he getting yeah. this baby formula? Is he going to the <laughs> store? Is he shoplifting? He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have money. L'enfant, you no? robot just like, You just see the hook like on the like shelf in the store. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbing all the baby formula, grabbing all the diapers. I can see the trailer for sure. I want I'm like that. this yeah. this spring. Totally. And he's like tra- he's like testing the water with a hook and testing it on yeah, his yeah. wrist to see if the bottle is yeah. warm enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's def- it's it's one candy man and a baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's gotta leave it. Oh, somebody's summing me right now. Oh, the stove is on. Oh. Um, you know, I've got I, I'm gonna give a badge that I just created right now. It is called the, and it's in quotes. It's very, it's very important how this is spelled on the badge. It's in quotes, G O O exclamation point for goo, (laughs) which is a badge that is going to our main character for when he turned around and I saw all those bees in his body. Holy moly. Tri- trichophobia. Are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. I, Trypophobia. I like a lot of people. I'm of the percentage that like I, it's it's hard to look at it. Yeah. 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 That is one of the things that re- like body horror really fucks me up. And like, yeah. like parasite stuff really fucks me up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and when he turned and you kind of saw like all the little hive marks on him, it made me say mm-hmm. goo out loud, which is not a lot of things can do that. And this gets that merit Yeah, badge. that was pretty good. Goo! That is pretty good. 
the body horror was good, but I wanted more. You I wanted, wanted more. I, I wanted more. Whoa. You wanted the fly. You wanted I him did. to become I did. the I bee. The it bee. To be real gross. He becomes a giant bee, and oh, then he stars no. in bee movie. What's <laughs> the difference that come all together? <laughs> Jordan, can you do me a favor? Can you look in the mirror and tell me? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't. Tell us, tell us uh, where we can find you on the internet. Okay, uh, I, I'm afraid I can never look in a mirror again. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, there's one behind me, but I will be putting <laughs> putting a blanket over it immediately. We're smash it <laughs> right now. We're sitting shiva over here. Uh, <laughs> But I, I can tell you that you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at RazorLou, uh, twitch.tv forward slash RazorLou. I've been streaming a lot lately. I'm also part of a uh, weekly uh, Twitch D&D game that happens on Mondays called Better Than Heroes, which is with a bunch of my fellow comedians. That's Mondays on twitch.tv forward slash Better Than Heroes at 8 p.m. Mountain Time, which is the closest time zone to space because it all takes place. <laughs> Space. <laughs> uh, you also have two excellent podcasts Thank that I so really much. love. I do. Uh, Rare Wolf Radar with our also our friend Nate Balding. Absolutely. Um, and Fight Island, which I really think is such a good podcast. Well, I am so such much. a fan of Fight Island. We, <laughs> I think you and Sam Wiles do such a good job with it. Well, thank you so much. We were uh, just talking yesterday about how we, it totally started as just like, uh, like we need to make a podcast so we can still hang out after we both quit our shitty job. And uh, <laughs> it was such like a from the hip, like, what if we had fake fights? And it's turned into like the funnest thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's, awesome. it's very fun. Um, everyone should subscribe to Fight Island and Werewolf Radar. I agree. And your Twitch stream. And Bunk 237. Rate all of it on Apple Podcasts. Plus your stars. They're free. <laughs> all five of them. Please. All five. Hand them over. All five. Jordan, can you sign us off by saying Candyman four and a half times? Oh, my God. God, <laughs> I don't know if I Candyman, 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 Cat. Andy man candy Punk <laughs> <laughs> 237 a horror movie podcast stars Tubular Tuyet and Rude Boy Robin as the final girls of Punk 237 introducing Adrian Lobel as camp counselor Casey Campbell Theme music written and performed by Dan Zlotnick. You're listening to Peachy from the album The Fool, The Lovers, and The High Priestess by L.A. band Moonfuzz. You can follow us on Instagram at Bunk237Pod and Twitter at Bunk237. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.